Hey, hey, homebodies, what's happening? It's your girl Rachel Presser, the Toad Lady, coming at you live from my Corona Bunker in the Bronx. And before we get started, a word from our sponsor, House Naturals. Yeah, so House Naturals makes these all-natural plant, plant-based cleaners that cover everything from countertops to, um, to glass and even stainless steel and granite. And it's all vegan and green for, our, for all of our vegan listeners. So go check out housenaturals.com or, or get them at Amazon, Walmart, whatever other, like, evil megaplex is selling them these days. And now back to the show. So today, I'm going to talk all about buying a plot of land and buying your own home. So, yeah, it sounds a lot like, yeah, really cool fantasy you could fulfill playing a video game. In fact, there's tons of games that, that do this. But sadly, it's not as easy as the game will make it look. Because there's a whole bunch of bureaucracy and extra steps involved in buying land opposed to buying, you know, a ready-made house that you can move into or maybe do some improvements before you move into it. But the point is, um, it's possible, though. So if you have the funds, if you have the patience, then this path might actually be tenable. But when you think about the sheer amount of research that has to go into buying you know, a regular single-family home, or even in even a condo or, or a co-op apartment. Think about all the research that you have to do before going in. Like, you want to scope out the neighborhood. Like, hey, what kind of, you know, shopping or attractions and, <clears throat> you know, like, job centers is this going to be near? Like, oh, is this close to anybody I know? Like, if you have children, where would they be going to school? You know, and then you want to find out, you know, as much as you can about the neighborhood and about like who your potential neighbors could be well it's gonna be compounded so much more when you're talking about like buying a plot of land because you've also got to talk to all these other experts who know the area you know because like hey like the broker just wants to you know sell sell you the land the seller just wants to get rid of the land but it's, it's not as easy as, like, video games um, can make it look where, oh, you buy you know, the land for this much, and then if you have enough gold or dollars or whatever, you just buy it, and then you start to build on it. It's not that easy in real life, because you have to find out, like, can you even build on this land? And so what you ha- so the words you have to look out for if you're not familiar, you know, with um, with construction is permit ready or shovel ready because that means that the land is ready to be built upon but it's not over once you buy the land you still need a permit in order to build upon that land and then waiting for that permit can take forever so this is why shovel ready or permit ready land is going to cost a lot more because you're going to take a gamble on whether just an empty plot of land can even be built on because you need to have it surveyed, you know, like ex, you know, like land use experts need to find out, like, hey, like there could be like just like a shit ton of rocks underneath the surface that are going to make it, you know, unsafe to install, you know, the kinds of like heating, cooling, and plumbing systems that you want to go put in a house. It can wind up being completely unusable for its intended purpose, and then getting that land like you know developed and totally screwed with can you know in order to build a house on it can just wind up being like so much time and money that 
you'll just say screw it and want to go sell that land again totally wasting your time and your money in doing so so that's why you want to buy permit ready land if you just want a blank plot to go build your dream house um as for why you know, you would even want to do this because because yeah for most people it is just like an abject fantasy you know to go like completely build like a whole new home from the ground up but depending on what part of the country that you're looking at depending on the type of development um because for instance like as yet another New Yorker looking to make the big migration, you know, to to California at some point in the near future, um, I do see like empty lot listings um, in LA come up quite a bit. That's a very foreign concept to to me because I almost never see land listings up here. Um, in the Bronx, I've seen a couple, but they're not very common. And then. Buying that land cost almost as much, in some cases even more, than actually buying a furnished um, condo or co-op. Um, yeah, I mean, I just saw like some vacant lot a couple miles away going for like easily twice as much as what I paid for this condo. Um, yeah, New York land is always going to be a very hot commodity. There's more of it in California because it was built more on sprawl. We built upwards over here. But the point is, there are actually, yeah, like, some hot urban areas you can do this, although you're probably more likely to find um, undeveloped land for sale, like, in exurban or rural areas to do this in. And so, that's the thing. Like, as for why we want to do this, um, the most common reason, especially, like, when I was doing research on this, like, when I saw that Texas McMansion that went viral, you know, the one that had like, those 20 bucket seats around the table. Um, that was because the owner had a very large family and that, like, most housing that they looked at just wasn't suitable for their needs. So, yeah, if you have or plan on having a large family, then you actually, yeah, might want to go through with the whole um, rigmarole with getting a land use permit and then getting getting developed land to go build your dream home upon same if you also want to do, um, you know, like, a home business that's not the type of home business I have where I can fit that in a hotel room. You know, yeah, I can take my laptop, I can take my microphone, pretty much all my equipment is all, it can all be jammed in the suitcase. But if you have something like, say, you want to have, like, a bakery on the premises or, like, when when my family, like, would go on vacation, like, to Pennsylvania, Dutch country, um... I can we saw a mix of like home based businesses and then like a mix of ones you know in freestanding lots. But I remember seeing like some really cool looking like farmhouses that were clearly zoned for business use, and then the family like lived in the back. So if you want to have something that's mixed use zoning like that, that also may be a reason why you're going to go this route. Um, oh yeah, and accessibility is another big one. Unfortunately. A lot of disabled people, unfortunately, can't afford to really go this path as much, which really sucks, um, because retrofitting is also extremely expensive and a big hassle, but <coughs> if you have a disability and it's too difficult, um, you know, for most traditional floor plans to accommodate you, then the easiest thing to do, like, if you have the resources, like, say, if you... 
if you, like, inherited, like, a shitload of money from a relative and instead of just buying and retrofitting, you know, an existing home, you actually may want to look into having your own home built that can work for your needs. Um, you can work with an architect and an accessibility consultant and get something that really works well for you. And so, so with that said, speaking of architects, so you also have a couple options, like, once you get past, like, the land and the permit parts, because, like, you can work with the construction outfit or go to an architect, um, because the thing about working with a build-your-own-lot builder is that they'll usually have a bunch of stock floor plans that are already designed, and then you can, like, pay extra, you know, to get them customized. Like, it'll save a lot of time and money, um, yeah, whereas, like, a design-build type of outfit will completely, like, you'll customize the property, you know, to, to your needs. And so the example I gave in the article is, is what I would do if I, if I had the shit ton of money to go buy a plot of land in Los Angeles, this is what I would totally get. I would totally get, like, some kind of, like, crazy-ass ranch where I could have frogs, toads, and dinosaur puppies. Just let them all roam free in the backyard, and I don't have to have some condo or co-op association tell me that I can't do it. Um, and so, yeah, if you want to have, um, like, the type of, like, yeah, writing water pump for that, or whatever other, like, batshit crazy thing you want to do with the property, a builder can help you design that, although it's going to be more than using a stock floor plan. And then, if you've really got money to burn, that's when you bring in an architect. Because the architect, you know, can act, will basically take direction and tell the builder what to do with the floor plan and, like, how to really, like, take it to the next level. Instead of just working, you know, with plans that they already know will work, like, the architect, like, will come up with something completely different. Um, and so... As for, like, yeah, going through with, like, the buying process, you know, you know, for this, it can be, like, more, yeah, more difficult, like, to get a mortgage for this compared to buying a house that already exists. Um, yeah, because the time it takes to build your dream house on this lot is ultimately what's going, you know, to affect that. So if you're, yeah, if you're working, like, with a prefab, you know, floor plan that's not going to take as long to build then, yeah, you, you'll probably, like, won't have, like, much more trouble compared to, like, your average home buyer. But if you're going from, like, the ground up and, like, you've got, like, an art, you know, an architect on the phone, like, you know, trying to make this happen for you, then that can easily add another several months. Although, based on my frame of reference with how, how many, like, months and then, in fact, years of my life that those motherfucking co-op boards wasted on me... I don't know, I'm kind of inured to that. Like, I, like, I see that time frame, I'm like, oh, that's not that bad. Four or six months, like, for your, you know, for your dream house, you know, tacking that time on is really not that bad. But in these uncertain times that we're living in, even, like, before coronavirus, you know, we don't live in the economy that, like, my parents lived in. Jobs don't last forever. For us self-employed folk, like, some of us actually have more security than many of, like, the people with normal jobs do. But we, we're still not completely immune to boom and bust cycles. So unless, like, you, know, you already have, like, you know, very secure income, you have um, enough of a safety net behind you if the shit hits the fan, 
then you might want to, like, rethink this approach. And so, yeah, so just like with buying a regular home, you don't need to have, like, all of the money up front, but in some cases, um, you may need to put 25% down instead of 20%, and then have to, like, really go out of your way to find a lender, because you'll need a construction loan of, instead of a standard mortgage. And, <clears throat> and so the problem with construction loans is that they have variable interest, you know, which can get really chaotic, and so you just might want to refinance that, you know, with, with, give it, with given the chance, because <clears throat> going, yeah, going with um, a variable rate loan can just, like, really get expensive, you know, if interest rates wind up skyrocketing like they're doing, like they're doing right now, and... Yeah, but it's something that you just might want to do, you know, if you really just, yeah, like, you have the money, you have the time, you have the patience. It can be an option, depending on where you live, depending on, like, where you'd be amenable to moving to. Yeah, I I speculate on building, like, that frog toad and dinosaur puppy heaven out in Los Angeles, but I know myself, I'm just gonna buy another fucking condo when, I, when and if I get out there at this rate. So, yeah, if you want to see more really fun rants about the home buying and home building process, please go check out more of my work at homestragosphere.com. Give us a follow on Twitter, at Homestragos, and I will catch you again next time.